This is Pastor Andrew McGuire. And this is Pastor Richard Lejeune. Welcome aboard, Pastor Andrew. It's uh, good to have you making a guest appearance on Monday Medicine. How are you today? Doing great. Thanks for having me. It's a privilege to be on here. Well, Pastor King is not able to be part of this because he came down with dun 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 COVID. He, Janet, <laughs> and Joseph all have COVID, and uh, they're doing okay. Um, uh, he had, I think, he had been vaccinated, so he's got a milder case of it, but unable to record for this. And so, my assistant pastor, right hand man, uh, Andrew McGuire, is stepping in in his place. And uh, we're, we're thrilled to have you on here. It's great to be on here. So uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about you. And you guys got some big, you and your wife got some big things going on. But uh, for our listeners, this is their first time meeting you. So tell us a little bit about who you are and, uh, and uh, how you got here to Stratford, Connecticut. Yeah, so um, my wife and I moved here just about nine months ago. And uh, I am previously from... Uh, Pennsylvania, and then uh, went out to college in California. I met my wife, who's from Tennessee, and we moved to Texas and served there for two years on staff, and then uh, moved here. So we've been all over the place, and uh, it has been quite a wild nine months. And uh, we're uh, beginning a new chapter of our life this new year. Uh, my wife and I are expecting a baby girl on uh, January 21st. And then we also uh, are expected to close on a house uh, on January 31st. So just 10 days apart. And uh, we're a little stressed, but we're trusting God through it all. But uh, we're excited. It really has been a whirlwind nine months for you guys uh, from packing up a moving truck. Some of you remember that big ice storm they had in Texas. He was loading up his moving truck. You were loading up your moving truck in the middle of that ice storm, if I remember right, trying to get up here, correct? Yeah. And, originally, they uh, delayed our truck from getting to our house because of the storm. And then uh, they slid that truck right on up over a sheet of ice in our driveway. And we just did our best to, to try to get everything done. <laughs> you know, in the movies, when they when they hit ice and they slide into a parking spot, like a parallel spot, that's kind of how your truck came flying into your driveway. That came open and the stuff crammed on there. Um, yes. um, stuff and plants crammed in there, on there, right? And then that's uh, another story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so you guys got up here and uh, you've been apartment hopping a little bit over the last nine months, but you got a baby coming first, your first one. And then, uh, yes. so you'd be parents for the first time. This is exciting. Callie's in her third trimester. This is exciting. And then uh, getting ready to buy a house. And so Callie will not be able to help you carry couches and tables. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. <laughs> 10 days after she gives birth, right? Moving. So that's a lot going on. Well, it's great. And I got to say the last nine months we've had you here at White Oak have just been fantastic. Um, uh, God has gifted, uh, pastor Andrew here, uh, in a lot of ways, but he's working with our youth. He's working with our music. We just got our choir back up and started and then, um, also working with our outreach. So it's been, it's been wonderful. Uh, you have a connection to the King family as well, if I'm not mistaken. Do Yes. Um, pastor King's youngest son, Joseph was the best man in my wedding. And uh, we were friends in college all throughout my tenure out there. 
and uh, we have a good connection. We still talk uh, almost every week and sometimes even every day. So, uh, yeah, I love the Kings. And uh, I think last week, Pastor King talked about how uh, he went to a baseball game and he stayed at, at my apartment. So uh, we uh, we're very close to one another. Fantastic. So I know Pastor King's watching this. We, we, we miss you not being on here, uh, but uh, it's, it's, it's great for our people to get to meet some of our other stuff. I'm sure there will come a point in time where it's Pastor King and his son Joseph doing the recording. So we were having a conversation this morning prior to recording this about coffee and uh, you know um, the Catholics have their wine Baptists have their coffee we love our you're a big coffee drinker if I'm not mistaken I love coffee yeah every day yeah sometimes more than once a day for me I took a break from it when I had COVID but then I just uh, got back from Peru while I was there I started drinking coffee again uh, I didn't know you were back at it. I'm back at it. Yep. I started drinking. Actually, I I waited till I flew across the Mexico border on the airplane. And, uh, you know, they have like this interactive map on the screen in front of you. Right about five minutes after we got out of the U.S., the stewardess or or the, uh, the, the, I guess that's not politically correct anymore. The person that works on the plane uh, came up and said, uh, what would you like to drink? And I looked at the map and I saw we were out of the U S and I said, this was my goal to wait till I got out of the country before I started drinking coffee again. I said, I'll have a cup of coffee, three creams, three sugars. So uh, (laughs) I've been back at it ever since airplane coffee is not the place to get your coffee though. I just have to say. That's true. So uh, our, Cana- our, our Canadian, our Southern Canada, Northern New York listeners, uh, they are big Tim Horton fans. Have you ever had Tim Horton's coffee? I have. Uh, you know, I'm going to get hated right now, but I think it's a little overrated, personally. I had overrated. Did you hear that? Yikes. <laughs> Some people just logged out right now. They're like, we're done with this. <laughs> They're totally offended. Just remember, great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing, nothing shall offend them. So hang in there. Amen. Amen. So Tim Hortons, I've only had it once. Uh, one of my trips to Peru, we flew Air Canada because it was the cheapest ticket. So they flew us up to, I think, Montreal and then down to Peru. And so I had a layover. And I saw Tim Hortons in the airport. And I thought, this is my chance. I've been hearing about Tim Hortons for years. And I went and got the cup of coffee. And I'm, I got to say, I was uh, a little underwhelmed myself. I didn't understand the hype, but I could have just not gotten a good cup. It could have been, it was airport, again, airport coffee. I don't know. Uh, but uh, where, okay, so if you had to rank coffee from, you know, best Let's start. Let's do top five. Okay. Start okay, five and work five. your way up to number one. You know, as Pastor King would say, if he was here, you know, there's, there's coffee that's right here and there's <laughs> others that are just right like that. Right. Um, let's see. Well, I've, my realm of coffee extends beyond the Northeast area. Um, I've had coffee out in California. I've had coffee out in uh, Texas um, so a couple of these, I think are going to be maybe beyond our listeners, uh, scope, but, uh, probably my number one, my number one, hey, let's start at number five. Start, start All right, five let's more. build to it. Yeah. Okay. Probably number five. Um, if I'm going for like, uh, like a foo-foo kind of coffee, you know, like a, a specialty drink, um, I'm going to go with the Starbucks, get the iced caramel macchiato, 
Uh, then I got to go with, you know, like a traditional Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. So those are kind of like five and four for me. Number three, I'm going to go with, um, let's see here, probably like a Bucky's. Bucky's Coffee in Texas. Now, Bucky's is unlike any other experience. The closest thing I could probably compare it to is like an extreme Wawa. Okay. And Wawa is already pretty big. They got a little bit of everything, but um, Bucky's has a hundred gas pumps. You walk in, you get any kind of beef jerky you want. They have all different kinds, every animal. Um, it's just, it's Wawa on steroids. So if and then you, um, let me just pause you there. If you've never seen Bucky's, don't know what that is, open up a Google uh, link and just Google Bucky's gas station and uh, and just look. Everything's bigger in Texas. Bucky's gas station is three, four, five, ten times the size of anything we have in the Northeast. Okay, you can continue. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see here. Number two. Um, Number two, I'm trying to think of, of a good second place because my first place is Wawa, for sure. Okay. Wawa, hands down. Although I will say, probably number two, and this is going to be a dark horse move right here, number two is going to be Taco Bell. I like Taco Bell coffee. I know some people are just going to, they say, wow, Tim Hortons, and then he chooses Taco Bell. Uh, I'm going to be ostracized in the comments tonight, but uh, <laughs> you just lost the joke of the week and we haven't even got yeah. to it yet. So that was the joke. <laughs> that was the joke. Okay. All right. Well, for time's sake, I'm going to run through my top five here. Okay. My, my number, my number five on the list, I'm going to put sheets, coffee, sheets, gas station. If you've ever been to a sheets, gas station, their coffee is pretty good. I put them at number five. Okay. Number four for me, uh, I'm going to go with McDonald's and I would rank them higher. The quality of their coffee is okay. The price of their coffee is tremendous and you can get a cup of coffee, large cup of coffee for 99 cents. I'm going to put them at number four. Burn your tongue uh, off no- for that one. What's that? You'll burn your tongue off with that one. Yeah. Hot yeah. coffee. It is hot, but you got to give it a minute. Uh, it, it depends, depends on what McDonald's you go to too. Right. My number three on the list, I'm going to go with Wawa. My number two on the list, um, let's see here. Um, I'm going to go with, um, boy, I'm running out of, uh, my number one, I'm like you, my number two, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm having a hard time with. My number one is Dunkin' Donuts. I love Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Uh, I'll throw a bone to the um, uh, Southern Canada, Northern New York crowd. We'll put Tim Hortons in at number two. How about that? Uh, <laughs> I've had it. I think I've had it twice. The other time I had it was a little bit better of experience. So you say, well, Starbucks didn't make the list. Well, let me just tell you where I put Starbucks. Okay. I'm talking about their regular coffee, not their foo-foo stuff. Um, motor oil is 147. I put Starbucks at 148. So. Wow. That's what I think of Starbucks regular coffee. Now their specialty stuff's pretty good, but I, I don't as much care for their black coffee. I think that's, it's pretty horrible. So dump that stuff in your engine and, and your car can run. So, <laughs> yeah. So, well, we need to, uh, we, we're, we're working on the theme of praise and it's a great time to talk about praise because it's Thanksgiving week. In fact, some of our listeners may even be watching this on Thanksgiving but before we get into praise, uh, we want to talk. We want to share a joke of the week. All right, 
And so, Pastor Andrew, I'm going to have you go first. Share your joke for us. All right. All right. I heard a story recently. Three guys were going out into the woods, and they're going on a hike, and they get to this fierce river, and uh, they're thinking, they're talking amongst themselves, how are we going to get over this river? And they're thinking, and the first guy, he prays, he gets on his knees, and he says, God, please, please give me the strength to help me to get over this fierce river. And boom, just like that, uh, God gives him uh, strapping arms, great legs, trim body. He's able to swim across this, this river and get on dry land. Second guy, he gets on his knees and prays and says, God, I pray that you give me not only the strength to get over this river, but may you give me the ability to get over this river. And boom, just like that, a boat pops up with an oar. He jumps in. He paddles himself all the way on dry land on the other side. Third guy, now seeing how things are going down, says, God, I pray that you not only give me the strength and the ability, but give me the intellect to get across this river. And boom. God makes him a woman. He looks at a map and he goes over the nearest bridge. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, it's a little unfair because now every woman watching this podcast is going to pick for you. It does not matter what joke I tell. <laughs> you're going to win. So I've watched enough of these podcasts to know how to win. So you, know you got target, to target target the audience okay. here. Well, I'm right, go going to go the opposite direction on this, and I'm going to tell a Thanksgiving joke. And guys, I'm going to throw you a bone here, okay? So ladies, he, he, uh, he helped you out there, and uh, he, he sold out the mail. Uh, you just need to give over your man card because that, you know, you just, <laughs> you just gave up uh, every right to be a man right there by uh, making women superior to men. Okay, so three, three um, couples get together for Thanksgiving dinner, right? And um, they're all newlyweds and, and you know, deeply in love with their wives. And they're sitting around and turkey and stuffing and all the, all the fixings. And the one man with love in his eyes looks at his wife and he says, can you pass the sugar, sugar? And all she looks at him and they're just uh, doting on each other. And she passes him the sugar for his, his drink. And then the second guy looks at his wife and he says, can you pass the honey, honey? And she picks up the honey and she passes it over to him. The third guy, he doesn't want to be outdone by his counterparts. And so he looks across at his wife and, uh, and he says, can you pass the bacon pig? That's terrible. And oh man, the reaction in the room, right? Everyone's upset and she's upset. And now he's trying to recover. And so a little bit later in the meal, he looks at her and he says, can you pass the tea? bag oh no that's double right there. <laughs> the other uh, wives had much to be thankful for that they were not married to him so um yeah so guys be careful what you say to your wife at thanksgiving and remember that this is a time to give thanks for your wife not pick on your wife so absolutely amen. well is Pastor Andrew going to be one and zero, and then slip off the podcast? Uh, have a undefeated record, never to be seen or heard of again? Uh, that's up to you. Vote in the comments below. If he loses, we'll bring him back. If he wins, we'll retire him for good. Amen. So um, we'll see how that goes. So we are. Uh, this is the week, as I mentioned before. This is the week leading into Thanksgiving, and uh, it is a time where we set aside. Uh, all of the things in our life that are bothersome, uh, that um, 
that are problems. And we focus in on the good that God does for us. And Pastor Andrew, I don't know about you, but Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday of the year. When I was a little kid, it was Christmas because, you know, you get all the gifts and presents, but I've moved past all that. And um, uh, it's still nice to get things on Christmas morning, give things on Christmas morning, and we celebrate the birth of Jesus. But I think that in the culture and time that we live in, Thanksgiving is probably the purest holiday that we have left. That's a biblical holiday. And um, we, uh, we, we look at this topic of praise and for the Christian, it ought to be that we have a heart full of thanksgiving and praise on a daily basis. But the fourth Thursday of every November on the calendar, we get to um, just be reminded of the importance of that. And it doesn't hurt having turkey and stuffing and mashed potatoes and green bean casserole in front of us either, does it? Amen. Come on. Yeah, good stuff. So we're going to jump in on this topic of praise. Um I think if I understand my my Bible right, the number one command given in Scripture is to praise the Lord. Uh, it's the most it's the most uh, given, the most repeated command in Scripture. And so, boy, we would be amiss to not cover this uh, topic. And you may be going through a time of hardship in your life. You may be going through a time of difficulty. I can't think of a better way to uh, a better healing balm for your heart and soul through this hardship to take time to intentionally praise the Lord. So Pastor Andrew, why don't you get us started on this topic uh, with a verse from scripture and share your thoughts on this topic of praise. Yeah, so um, one of my favorite verses comes from the very last verse of the book of Psalms, and it's Psalm uh, 150, verse number six, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord praise ye the Lord. And uh, just thinking about this, just as you mentioned, it is one of those commands that is given all throughout scripture, hundreds of verses about praise. And, uh, you know, it's commonly produced through our mouth, through our voice, but the Bible also says that we can praise him through stringed instruments. And last week we talked about ultimately praise can be seen through a lifestyle. And uh, I just put down these three points, how we should praise. It ought to be from our heart. Uh, it's more than just the lips. It's more than just the things that we say. It really comes from the heart. Uh, Psalm 57, 7 says, my heart is fixed, O God. My heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. Uh, Psalm 86, 12, I will praise thee, O my Lord, with all my heart, and I will glorify thy name forevermore. Uh, o God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise even with my glory. Psalm 108.1. And I ask our choir all the time as um, work with our music department, we pause and we sing songs and I say, hey, what's the meaning of this song? Uh, why are we singing this song? What is the importance? What is the truth? What is the doctrine within it? And why are we thankful that we get to sing this? Uh, you know, Pastor, uh, you and I throughout our life, we've sung songs like Victory in Jesus a thousand times, right? And I wish sometimes I had a penny for every time we've sung Victory in Jesus. And uh, sometimes we just sing it and it just becomes commonplace to us. But when we pause and think about uh, some of the things we can praise God for, the victory that we have that is only uh, through him, uh, it's important to, to look at that and have a heart that praises from uh, from the heart ultimately. And then what helps is to praise our humility. Praise ye the Lord, O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, his mercy endureth forever. Uh, Psalm 106, one. Um, we're thinking about this in humility um, you know, it's hard to give praise to somebody that you're jealous of or uh, in, a, in a position that you want uh, when, 
you're thinking about yourself, when you're fixed on yourself, you know, it's, it's hard for me to comment and say, you know, pastor, uh, that was a great message. If I want to be the one that was preaching that or in that position or, or have that kind of authority or, or position there. And uh, so we serve a God and we will never be as great as our God. Never. We will never be able to accomplish the things that God does for us. And so it's important we get out of this humanistic mindset, mindset and uh, be humble. And so how do we fix that? Well, uh, another verse that talks about praise is, is Philippians 4, 8. It says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. And finally, the last point, the time that we should pray uh, and praise is habitually. Uh, this is uh, found in Hebrews 13, 15. Uh, By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. And somebody once said this quote, thankfulness leads to thankfulness. And if we pause and we think about who God is and what he does for us, we'll always have an opportunity to praise him. Amen. Amen. No, those, those are, those are excellent points. Excellent things that you bring out. Thankfulness leads to thankfulness. I think of David, uh, who was in a bad spot after his, uh, uh, his wife, wives and children had been kidnapped and uh, he and his soldiers, their city had been burned and he was uh, in a bad spot. In fact, he, he, the men thought of, uh, of killing him, his men thought of killing him. And the Bible says that he, he thought himself happy uh, or rather he, 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 he came around in his heart through his mindset, his mind process. Paul said, I think myself happy. So thankfulness does it. It comes from thankfulness. We have to think about the, the good things that are in our life and not just focus on the negative uh, that is in our life. I look at uh, Psalm 33, verse 1, and I love this verse. Uh, the Bible says, Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for praise is comely for the upright. And um, I look at that word comely, praise is comely for the upright. Uh, and, and I think of it this way. If you are a man or a woman who is righteous, you're living a lifestyle that's upright. Praise is something that naturally comes from you. It, it is a natural occurrence. You can't help but praise the Lord because you have right standing with God. You are in the presence of God, and you are uh, observing the awesomeness of God. And so to praise God is natural. It's natural. And I would say uh, there are all sorts of barometers that tell us whether or not we're righteous or we're right with God. One of them is how natural is it for you to utter praise to God? Um, I know when I'm in a carnal state of mind, Pastor Andrew, because when I go to the Lord in prayer in a carnal state of mind, my prayers are all about me. It's uh, my struggles and my problems and my sin and my, my needs and, and my this and my that. I know when I'm in a right uh, standing with God, when I enter his presence and I, and I don't need to talk about me, uh, I have a hard time talking about me because I'm so busy praising the Lord for how awesome and how great and mighty he is. Uh, because for the righteous, praise is comely. Praise is natural. Praise is the outpouring or the natural uh, side effect of our righteousness. And so um, think about this uh, to the parents in the room. Pastor Andrew, you're getting ready to be a dad. 
of a little girl, there's uh, very little uh, that's better than when you get that child put in your arms for the first time. You're getting ready to enjoy that, um, Lord willing. Um, when when my daughter April uh, comes and and sits in my lap and just wants to enjoy my presence, I, I, I love that. But then when she starts in on dad, you're great for this reason. And, and let me see your muscles. And uh, let me ask you for help with my homework. And uh, dad, you're so smart. And dad, you're so handsome. And uh, I'm glad my wife has, has taught her uh, how to lie about how great dad is. Amen. <laughs> um, uh, but when my daughter starts in on praising me, boy, that makes my heart swell with, with love and joy and appreciation after I get past the thought of, is she about to ask me for 20 bucks? Amen. Um, what's the real motive here? Uh, I enjoy when my daughter praises me. How much do you think God enjoys it when his children who he has saved and redeemed to himself show up in his presence for not, not to get anything out of them, just simply for the purpose of praising him, uh, telling him how great and mighty he is. And you get done with a, a time of praising God in his presence and you haven't asked for anything for yourself, yeah. right? You, you haven't said, Lord, help this person or that person. Uh, Lord, give me a new Corvette uh, or help me to get along with my spouse. It's all been about, I just wanted to spend 20 minutes in your presence to tell you how wonderful you are. So it's comely. It's comely in the sense that it's natural. It's comely in the sense that it is, it is appropriate and attractive. Uh, when someone is wealthy, they dress accordingly. They might drive a car accordingly. To live in a, a home accordingly. Praise is appropriate on a Christian. It's like a, a, a fine garment. So uh, when I think of praising God, I think of being righteous. Uh, you say, well, I'm not righteous. I'm, not, I'm just not there, Pastor Lejeune. Uh, how can I get there? I would say that begin by intentionally forcing yourself to praise the Lord. Get out a three by five card, a four by six card, get out a, a notes app, and come up with five to 10 names or attributes of God and sit down and spend uh, two or three minutes on each one and tell God how great he is in each of those areas and hit a reset button. And if you're not uh, righteous and doing it naturally, do it on purpose and, and you'll, you'll find yourself leaving with a, a sense of tranquility and peace and a love for God that's deep. Praising God is medicinal in so many ways. Absolutely. It goes outside of our little purview of what we see. You know, it's easy for us to turn on the news and see all the problems of the world. Yeah. It's easy for us to look at every little thing. God, why aren't you doing this for me? Why aren't you supplying this for me? When each and every day, God gives us so many things. And sometimes what robs us of our praise is that one discontentment or that one area of pride that we have. And we're not able to see the big picture of how great God is. And it robs us of saying it. Absolutely. Absolutely. We, we get focused on the negative because in our sinful nature, that's what we do. We focus on the negative. And so uh, it, it sort of hits that reset button. It mortifies the deeds of the flesh when we praise God and allows the spirit of God to quicken us. Um, now, in the day to day, it can be a battle to praise God. How about uh, when life is, is kicked you in the mouth? right? Tripped you up and you've fallen uh, proverbially and, and scraped up your hands and maybe done a, a face plant. I, I think of Acts 16, 25. Uh, the Bible says, and at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. 
and the prisoners heard them. Here they are having been beaten for preaching the gospel. Uh, you know the story there in Philippi in Acts 16. They cast the demon out of the woman uh, who was a, a moneymaker for some men who uh, controlled her. And as a result, they were beaten. They were put in the inner prison in stocks. And uh, they're there um, suffering in the name of the Lord. And instead of throwing a pity party, they praised God publicly. They're singing, they're praising God, they're praying. And as a result, God uh, sent a miracle their way. And they made a choice to praise in a time of struggle. That's, that's a great truth, great truth. And it's easy for us to sometimes see, well, it worked out for them. Uh, but it's an example for us that, hey, all we need to do is keep following God's commands and he's going to provide for us. He's going to work things out. And we do serve a great God. We have a God that is worthy of praise and we can't exhaust that in any any capacity. It's like our whole life to do that. Well, that's great. Pastor Andrew, where do you plan on spending Thanksgiving this year? So my wife and I are headed down to Pennsylvania. We'll be with my parents down there, just outside Lancaster there. How about you? Yeah, no, uh, my parents live about 45 minutes away from us, and uh, we, uh, we're going to be uh, spending Thanksgiving with them. We have a busy week. Uh, Wednesday, we are moving, and so we have uh, a Thanksgiving service here on Tuesday. We, obviously, Thanksgiving on Thursday. Wednesday, my family is moving. Uh, we've sold our home, and we're moving into a home the church owns that's been uh, fixed up and renovated. We're moving in there Wednesday, so we've got a very, very busy week ahead of us, but uh, we're excited about what uh, God has in store. So um, pray for us. Definitely. Amen. Pray beautiful keep, house. It is. Pray we keep giving thanks and praise in, in, in amidst all the stress. Well, we're here, we're here at the end of the podcast. I just want to encourage you to keep it positive around your family. Avoid the topic of politics. And happy Thanksgiving from us at Monday Medicine. We look forward to seeing you next week.